broadcasting to all 27 star systems from our interstellar headquarters in Heijengai, this is the Fatherhood News. This week, dynamic energy analysis in Gertrude was once again a theatre of war, with the GD69 League defending this facility from the forces of Gertrude Energy Holdings, who built this facility back in 3302. The Fatherhood News spoke to Commander Joshua Stevens, who was leading this defence, and at the start of this war, asked the independent commanders to support the GD69 League cause. Good evening, Commander, and I will get right to it. Why should independent commanders support you in your defence and not those natives who built this facility? Well, I'd put that question back to you and say that others may have built this facility, but would they really get the best out of it? I mean, look at the track record of my organisation, some of the successes we've had. It's quite obvious we can do a better job with this place than the previous owners can. That's an unfair accusation, to be honest with you. No other faction has had control of this facility for a number of years. In fact, you have had a monopoly on vaccine creations with this current outbreak. Can you tell me, Commander, how can you ensure fairness in vaccine distribution? There will be a lot of them. We have great capacity. We can build many of these vaccines, send them out to people. I don't think anyone has to worry about that. The concern isn't about the volume, it's going to be about the distribution and fairness of that distribution. Will the GD69 League be distributing only to friends and supporters of the League and the cosy friends of Erasmus Walden? Oh, I don't know why we need to bring President Walden into this. We will send the vaccine out to everyone who needs it. People need not to worry. But in your own star system, your current faction is currently pending a lockdown and is currently facing major infrastructure failure. This war is a complete waste of money and effort and resource that should be used to relieve the suffering of your own people instead of messing around in Gertrude. I'm, 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 I'm sorry, what were your qualifications to be able to run the organisation better than we can? Uh, I'm a bit confused about this. Last I heard, you were just a journalist. It doesn't take a brain scientist to know that Erasmus Walden came into power after ousting the previous president and then presenting a propaganda vision of how she came into power. Do you agree with the way that she diminished your democracy and the foundation that your great faction was built on so many years ago? Great faction is the thing you need to remember. She has made this a better foundation than it was when she came into power. What was your name again, sorry? I'm Zane Shepherd from the Fatherhood News. We'll be in touch. The trial of Fleet Admiral Lucas Vincent over the death of President Halsey in Federation space has begun to heat up. Former President Yasmina Halsey gave testimony of Starship One's destruction. For those viewers just tuning in, Fleet Admiral Vincent is on trial for the murder of President Halsey and the sabotage of Starship One. Yasmina narrowly missed an untimely end, noting the time of the destruction and her cryostasis pod launch. Claims as such seem ludicrous as testimony in a court of law. She later claimed post-traumatic shock as the true culprit later submitting a clean neuroscan as evidence that she was indeed in control of her faculties. 
Furthermore, she noted that the stop in Azalich was done in a routine procedure. However, a wrench was thrown into the defense's motions as Yasmina dropped some previously classified information giving Fleet Admiral Vincent motive. According to the testimony, peace advocates had asked for a military spending reduction, and the president obliged. This puts Fleet Admiral Vincent in a predicament as the spending cuts would cut into his galactic influence, as well as his less-than-savory context in the galaxy. So will retracted testimony sway the minds of those empathetic to the idea of the caretakers? Or is this just the ramblings of a shaken leader? The defense has already asked that her testimony be discounted, for good reason, but one must ask if Felicia Winters has a role to play in this situation. Furthermore, Fleet Admiral Vincent has been silent with this new forefront evidence as proper motive. This fight is now in the hands of the court to decide if Yasmina's testimony is valid or not linking Fleet Admiral Vincent to the sabotage and the murder of President Halsey. Buckle up for the hearings to get more interesting. Continuing on, a call in the black went out and was picked up by an independent vessel. The call made reference to Serene Harbor in giving the location before saying, we are, and fading away. One can only assume a distress call. The independent vessel is now coordinating with the Pilots Federation and many commanders to find the source. According to the independent vessel, they were traveling through the system Swoils XX-DC1-30, and Commander Solomon has narrowed down the source to an 80 light-year range. All available commanders are requested to help find the source. If you have any information regarding this matter, please contact TFN or the Pilots Federation. This has been your Galnet update for the week. As the outbreak continues to ravage the fatherhood space, the fatherhood news managed to obtain an interview with the whistleblower from Angry Louis Travel Liners. For his own safety, we have blurred out his face and distorted his voice, and we are also housing him in an unknown and undisclosed location. Good evening, Commander. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, Zane. Commander, what made you speak out at this time? Well, I've come out of a pretty bad bout with the Terramata blood bores, and this is a part this is the step 33 in my in my 72 step program in 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 learning to to change my life so that I can walk away from this terrible addiction with the with the blood bores. Ah, that's a that's a brave decision commander and we wish you all the best of luck in your journey. And uh now obviously our viewers and, and our listeners would like to know how were you involved a within the organization what was your particular role with angry louis i co-pilot uh one of his luxury liners the beluga to be specific angry louis actually wow and uh that's that's quite an important jobs and and how many trips to your knowledge have you taken with infected citizens on board at at least six that I can think of offhand. I think there six. are more. Yes. Six or more. How how could you continue to provide passage and transport knowing that 
this virus is killing your fellow citizens? Well, the pay was quite, quite comfortable. And to be fair, I, at the time, I didn't think that there was a whole lot to it. I kind of thought that the, uh, that the mainstream media was blowing it way out of proportion to, to, to curry more people to go buy the, the, the vaccinations. And, and I, I just, I, I didn't think that there was a whole lot really going on until it, you know, kind of hit home. And hit hit home how, Commander? Uh, the the cytomegalovirus took one of my my brood siblings last week. I again, I'm I'm terribly sorry, and I think it speaks out to the to, to the to the nature of this virus and how we should all take it more seriously. But is this practice still ongoing at, at Angry Louis? Yeah, as far as I know, yes. It, it, to, to my knowledge, it comes from the top, from the fatherhood, and it's rampant all the way from the, the, the toppest rungs of our <laughs> of our systems all the way down to the lowest. The, the Monomire rats are involved. One the, second, the, one second, one second, Commander. Uh, just to clarify, are you accusing the fatherhood of orchestrating this virus? I'm saying that it's coming from the top. The fatherhood, I am sure, is a part of it. They, they, they have orchestrated it from the top all the way down. They're, 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 they're commissioning Angry Louie, and then you've got the family of Ashandras that are trucking the people in from the stations and from oh. the settlements and bringing them to the travel agencies, and then you've got the the Monomaya Racks driving them out of the cities and into and in, into the family of Ashandras. It, it, it is rampant. This is an organization. Totally to, 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 to get pharmaceutical isolators into into the systems so that commanders can can engineer their ships so they can continue to wage war while us peons down here are suffering and dying. Commander, Commander, Commander thank you for your day today. Th- thank you for your time today, Commander Kelsey Gimble. I, I really do appreciate it, and I, I wish you all the best with your you program. You weren't supposed to say and, my name. I can't believe I'd come into this this thing this process obviously with uh, the rest of the uh, news group and and uh, we will pro- uh, wish you the best of luck thank you very much for your time bunch of hacks and now here's Tamaya Sutton with the distant return Ardra yes Ardra that will be her name Mad Dog MacD finally noted it down in his log. This gas giant is not on any interstellar checklist, and no one is hunting it, but this red sienna gas giant, orbited by faint rings, was the first he had ever seen. Mad Dog MacD recalled his documentation drone, charted the next jump, and as the messier gathered speed, he took one last long look at Ardra. 23 more jumps until waypoint 14. It seemed that whatever star system Mad Dog MacD reached, he was the first to do so. System after system with only icy bodies and rocky ice worlds waiting for him, Mad Dog MacD did his duty, traveling millions of light seconds to map every planet and moon. Then a glowing ellipse in the distance flickered and stood stark in space, beckoning him. Mad Dog MacD moved the Messier closer to the Y-type star filling his viewscreen. 
Her rings, extending one million kilometers, offered a dazzling notion of potential. This sector of space has been a welcomed distraction for Mad Dog MacD from the hunt for the Wolf Rayet. Good evening. From the iconic star planetary base of Bachi Galupi Survey and LHS 1848, I'm Chance Cook of the Fatherhood News, and I welcome you to the debate between Subminister Phelan of the LHS 121-41 Limited Faction and Professor Harris of the STKM 1-616 Allied Limited Faction. This debate is sponsored by LACON. Both candidates will present an opening statement followed by a series of questions. We will start with Subminister Phelan. Your opening statements, please. People of Yang Camp, in a time of uncertainty and potential war on your very doorstep, our corporation comes to offer you hope, defense, and an expectation of a financial future. We are offering you the opportunity to better your personal situation. This election gives you the opportunity to seize control of your future. Professor Harris, your opening statement, please. Look, I've got a lot of important science projects to get back to, so let me make this quick and simple. The STKM 1-616 Allied Limited Faction has about five projects a day going on simultaneously for the betterment of society, whilst keeping our employed citizens employed and not replaced with tin cans with fancy hue dingots and better technology. We don't need machines to do our work for us. However, we do need resources. And our researchers are spread thin enough as is. Which is why we've set our sights on LHS-1848. With their advanced research and development facility, we could double the speed of our research and improve everyone's lives as a whole. Subminister Phelan, you've gone on the record stating that technology is the only path forward. Can you help us to understand how your faction will deal with the blight that you are suffering in the GD-69 star system? That, to date, has claimed over 200 lives. 200 lives is nothing. Would you care to explain how you see 200 lives as nothing? The development of high technology requires a commitment to the potential for advancement. The corporation is the sum of our dedicated members who are willing to pay the ultimate price to bring about an improvement and viable solution that will be shared by all. We applaud these heroes and are working even now to develop and invent methods to bring this problem to an equitable resolution. Answer the question, Subminister. Unless you're afraid, that is. Professor Harris, your faction has suffered from the outbreak like many others within fatherhood space. And yet you still claim science will hold the key and continue to promote vaccination programs rather than the more successful nanotechnology method. Why do you think nanotechnology is not the way forward? You ever heard of those old-fashioned doors? The ones with the lock mechanism and cut steel key? Say you go out shopping one day and you lock the door before leaving. Several hours pass, and you eventually return home, 
only to find your favorite hollow screen went missing, along with half your credit cash and your last carton of milk. You start to doubt whether you actually locked the door, but you're the only one with the key to get in. So how did this happen? Well, the answer's simple: either A, someone picked the lock, or B, someone somehow cloned your key. Now, replace that lock mechanism with nanotechnology. And the key with some idiot with a keyboard who, with a few button presses, takes over the whole network and steals all your research. But these accusations have been proven wrong time and again. Why do you continue to repeat them? <laughs> As if you can trust what those manchy news reporters say nowadays. Obviously, some bigwig tech corps is gonna cover up the proof of these happenings. I stand by what I said. Next question. A question for the both of you: A number of native factions in LHS 1848 have said your presence in the star system has reduced the economic security of their factions, and they are being treated as second-class citizens in their home. I would invite the sub-minister to the first response. It is true that the citizens of our corporation are always first-class. This is the benefit of progress. While we would not interfere in the autonomy of other factions, this shows the influence our corporation brings. We would never turn away anyone who wishes to join our corporation. We are in a position to realize the potential of everyone who chooses to seize control of their future. Professor Harris, your response. Look. The sub minister, as far as I'm concerned, can say whatever he wish, but I can assure you, science doesn't discriminate anyone based on their background or skin color or religion or sexuality or what have you. We all come together for one cause and one cause only: science. Thank you both. We will now move to the closing statements. Professor, please go ahead. I know that the citizens of LHS one eight four eight are worried about our potential acquisition of their lab, but I can promise you, if you vote for us, it will only help science further its goal of making life more livable for everyone. Think of the potential. Think of the kind of life that you want to live. Whether you want to be surrounded by machines that are cold. Heartless, inhuman, or keep the working man where it belongs. Now, if you have no more questions, I've got some experimental energy solutions to get back to. Thank you, Professor Subminister. Your closing statements, please. We have a historic obligation to our heritage as a corporation. We must defend and progress this corporate solution without devolving to communism, dictatorship, or anarchy. LP one twenty one forty one has developed cooperative tourism ministry, and we are on the cusp of a lucrative credit sharing opportunity. We are on the cutting edge of high technology and manufacturing. Unlike our colleague, who I notice still has a few chemical burns upon their cuffs, we have climbed out of the past and no longer bow at the altar of scientific process. Citizens of Yangkamp who want to align with a winner, and I do refer to the unfortunate incident with Bailey Terminal, would be best served by joining with us. 
A vote for our corporation is a vote for progress. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us in the LHS 1848 election debate brought to you by Lacon Spaceways and the Fatherhood News, your only source for truth and illumination in an otherwise cold and dark galaxy. For the Fatherhood News, I'm Chance Cook. For the Fatherhood News, I'm Chance Cook. And I'm Zane Shepard. Remember, Commanders, don't dream of the stars, fly amongst them. Thank you, and good night.